Welcome to the MetPro Method Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe. Today, I'm joined by MetPro coach Ryan Padilla, and we are going to be discussing late night snack cravings. Ryan, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Uh, This is one of my favorite topics for clients. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I'm looking forward to it, too. It's one of my favorite topics for me. (laughs) I feel like everybody who has ever tried to lose weight has dealt with this at some time or another, or even not losing weight, but just trying to change body composition, because at some point you need to be so incredibly disciplined and it's tough. It's really tough. Uh, Why is this one of your favorite topics? Yeah, well, and it, to be honest, it's um, it was one of, and it still is one of my habits that I had to be consciously aware of. Uh, a lot of clients will ask me like all the time, well, Ryan, what do you do? Especially with, with eating and with late night cravings because it's so common. And especially with my past as uh, a competitor in bodybuilding, they just assume that I, I'm a perfect person, but I'm not, I'm human. And I am very much a foodie. And so I have to... <laughs> be highly alert on this. And so some of these tips that we're going to talk through today are things that I very much use every day. Um, And so it's one of my favorite topics with clients because I just love to help them understand that even though it's been something that you have struggled with or continue to, we can actually learn how to have a lot of control over it. I love hearing that. Okay. So let's say you just started off with a new meal plan. You had dinner a couple hours ago. Now you're watching a movie and you're craving some popcorn. What do you do? Yes. And I love this question because it's so literal and it's so common, especially like being entertained at home, right? Um, We sit down, we we are in, regardless of the night of the week, we're unwinding and the common habit is either alcohol or sweets, right? Yep. Um, And what I try to do is think of this instead of a direct answer more proactively. Uh, So for clients here is really trusting your meal plan, knowing if we back up and we start the day and we've been on plan and we're being intentional with our meals, uh, we have to trust the fact that when we do sit down for something and if we be intuitive and we are mindful, it's like, I'm actually not that hungry, or uh, maybe um, this craving isn't as strong as it used to be. And so leaning into the fact that the plan set up for you should help with your cravings. It should help with the urge um, to want sweets and gravitate towards those. Uh, So just from a proactive, before we get into actual tips and examples, uh, thinking just proactive uh, with, with these habits and with these cravings should help quite a bit. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, you're absolutely right. You're If you're using MetPro, whether you're concierge or using the app, you're eating four to five times a day at least, and you're able to break it out over, break out your calories over small amounts. And it should be filling. It should be keeping your blood sugar even, which helps with cravings, should be keeping things smooth. Uh, so sometimes this is a psychological craving. It's a habit. I think that's a really good point. And I think nights are also hard for many people. Um, Sometimes you come from just a background of maybe your family always had dessert every night. Um, And now if you're doing something like MetPro, there is none. Uh, Do you have ideas for what people can do to break that habit to be proactive? Yes. Um, And I think being honest and aware with yourself first was maybe one of the things you brought up is like, okay, well, 
how long have I battled this? Maybe it's lifelong starting as a child, which is a whole nother topic we could spend another podcast on is, you know, breaking habits that we really didn't even know that we had because they were instilled in us before we could really be conscious and make decisions for ourselves with those. But as far as specific examples, um, to be proactive, I think of maybe actually jumping to some specific ideas. We talk about the extra meals or the extra, not the meals, I'm sorry, the extra snacks, uh, like in your app. Um, a couple of my favorites would be um, like understanding your lean proteins that we can actually make sweet or savory or something like that. And so Greek yogurt is one of my favorite uh, go-tos, unflavored, fat-free, adding in just a uh, zero calorie sweetener. And then the, the magic trick is sugar-free pudding and adding a little bit of mix to that. And so there's, there's so many flavors, chocolate, hazelnut, cheesecake flavor, uh, that's a nice little uh, sweet pudding mix that I use several times a week uh, for just to help my post-dinner cravings. Okay, so wait, you use the sugar-free pudding. Mm-hmm. Are you saying you put it in the yogurt? Yeah. Or you so, keep you those... know, with the classic pudding powder mix, right? And yeah, so yeah. Sugar-free. And a little goes a long way. You don't have to use very much, uh, maybe a, a tablespoon or two. Um, and yeah, you just put it with some extra, uh, it, it depends on your sweetness level. You can add a little bit extra zero calorie sweetener directly into the pudding and it's a game changer. You're blowing my mind right now. I never thought of that one. Oh my God. I'm really excited. I can't wait to try that. <laughs> that yes. sounds totally up my alley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else you got? Yeah. Um, I think a couple other ones are. Um, powdered peanut butter is a pretty, uh, not that nut butters are bad because they're certainly not, but we can look at powdered peanut butter and understand, okay, the, the process, uh, is removing the fats and just creating a powdered version of it. Uh, and so you can add water to that, just a little bit of water and sweetener, uh, unflavored sweet, or excuse me, zero calorie sweetener. And you're going to kind of create your own little peanut butter, but it's drastically less calories and it has the flavor of peanut butter uh, just by eliminating the fat. And so you can use that and do, you know, celery if you kind of want that crunchy sweetness, um, or you can take it a step further and you can get like a really uh, low sugar or even sugar-free jelly um, and then do like a rice cake. And it's, that's going to be very low carb, have that PBJ effect, if you will. Um, so that's another one of my personal go-tos. And then some other things would be just no sugar added dry fruit. That's something that's low carb that, that can you know really be nice. Um, and then one of the classics as well, which a lot of people actually do, that's one that you can lean on, it would be popcorn, but no, no butter added. You can even add a little bit of salt. Um, and so popcorn is actually not very calorically dense. And so you can have a cup or two, and actually the carb count is pretty low. Okay. Um, a question about the dried fruit, no sugar added. Um, now, I think that you have to really watch your servings on that, correct? Yes. Can yeah, you, you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah. So we, you're absolutely correct. And that, that's where we, something that isn't super, well, it's not lower calorie. These other examples we, we've given and as low calorie. 
And you could actually look into your app with some of the fruit. We don't have dried fruit in there, but um, it's going to be close as, as far as ratio wise, like a third of a cup of, um, of, of like dried berries or something where you can look, actually look at your apple servings for like dried apples and know how many carbs you're having. But the point would be having a very moderate serving of that is going to keep you in a much better position than going to some of your old uh, habitual late night routines with, with, with sweets. You know, that's a really great point. Uh, it took me a long time, and I know this is obvious, but it took me a really long time to figure out in my own head that eating something like um, dried fruit or mm -hmm. yogurt or things like that that are technically not on plan, right? Like they're on, you can eat them, they're on plan, but they're extras for the day. But that is better than having ice cream or having like a little Debbie snack or something like that. Like it's so much better that even if it's quote unquote an extra, it's such a much better quality extra that you need to give yourself some grace sometimes to be able to enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. And that's something that I, I would love for clients to grasp early on. Uh, we can easily get caught up in, in trying to be perfect and, and putting the pressure on ourselves or having the all or nothing mindset. Um, it can lead to so much of got to be on plan, got to be on plan. I'm having these cravings and I'm fighting them so much. And that can eventually lead to throwing your hands up in the air at times. And that, that can really lead to a lot of other um, struggles with being consistent on your plan. And so that's a good point, Crystal, of understanding not all calories are created equal. And sometimes uh, a choice that's less, I guess we'll call it catastrophic, if you will, is still <laughs> is going to be much more helpful for you long-term. Because if we're thinking long-term and lifestyle change, um, having something like the yogurt example over, you know, three scoops of ice cream, you'd be surprised of how filling and rewarding that kind of is in filling that gap for you. And then it's not going to have as much of an impact of you in a negative way something like the ice cream. Well, after you brought up the pudding, now I have in my head what I want to try. I don't know, maybe yeah. you've tried this. You tell me. Uh, try taking the flavor from the pudding in the yogurt with a little bit of sweetener and then freezing it to yeah. make an ice cream type thing. Yes. I think that could be, might have to do that this weekend. Yeah, that's, <laughs> see, that's where um, I would need to lean on your patience because <laughs> when my cravings hit, I'm not a patient guy, which is actually another good point is, is having these stuff, having these things around, right? You got to be proactive um, in understanding that when these things come up, it can be tough to be patient. And so if these things aren't available to you, how can you make better choices anyways, right? Yeah. So being prepared, not only with your day of eating in general, with your plan, but being prepared for knowing that, hey, I struggle with these habits or I struggle with these cravings, um, being prepared with it for it is going to be important. I totally agree with that. So if I'm hearing you correctly, if you know yourself and you know that you're going to have that craving eight o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, be prepared with something on hand all the time. That's yeah. healthier. It's a healthier choice. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. 
So do you feel like there's an overall type of strategy that you should have for late night snack cravings other than just being prepared? Is there some other way that you should approach? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to eat this amount. I'm only going to have it once a week. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. just coming up with questions. Yeah. Um, I'll answer that question with a more generalized <laughs> answer. So and that is, I think if if I were talking to a client, it's, it's Ryan, I struggle with this, definitely Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights, um, but also maybe two other nights a week. So we're looking at you know, five times a week. We're struggling, and maybe we had terrible habits with this before coming in and trying to make a change for yourself. I see the first step is let's just look to reduce it. Um, I mean, you'd be so surprised if we... Like, okay, well, let's just eliminate the, the work days for now and let's see how that that goes. Or let's look to change half of the times we do eat the ice cream and we just look at some of these changes we've talked about today. So it all just comes down to let's just lower the, the frequency at which we give into these cravings or have, have these um, indulgences, if you will. But even before that, it goes back to the early point we made with trusting your meal plan. And really just my biggest piece of advice would be to not skip your meals or snacks. Um, And this is something else we mentioned of being prepared, right? If we're prepared and we're not missing our meals and not missing our snacks, we're going to be in an incredible position come that 6 to 10 p.m. window. Yeah, that's a great point. You mm-hmm. skip a snack, you skip dinner, it's going to be so much harder to make good choices because blood sugar's talking, your brain is talking, the glucose in your brain is like, hey, I need more. Uh, it's not going to be making good decisions at that point. Yes, yes. <laughs> I always say it's it's one thing to be tempted when it comes to food. And if we're a disciplined person or working on our discipline, we can handle that. But if we are tempted and hungry, That's a whole nother battle. Yes. And I really like your point about being prepared because if you're having one of these cravings and you already have something in the fridge that you can go to, even if you have in your head, oh, I want some ice cream, you go get some yogurt and you put some of that pudding in there, uh, that's going to taste good enough that you're going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it and you're going to feel really good about it. And then the next time you're craving, you're going to remember, I made that choice and it was actually a really good choice. Absolutely. There's, there's power in getting those easy wins. Um, And just to piggyback off of your point, Crystal, it's another just tidbit that I do like to share is to not, especially if you're in the midst of having big challenges with this topic. Don't just go into that all or nothing where you really feel like you have, don't be afraid to tell yourself that it's still an option to have the ice cream. Meaning I'm going to have the yogurt first. And if you have the yogurt and you give yourself a few minutes and you still want the ice cream, like do it. And I I'm confident in giving that advice because majority of the time people feel better and they don't want it anyways. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And it can be tempting in that moment to be like, well, if I'm going to have both, I might as well go straight for the ice cream. Yes, yes, sure. sure. But if you have the yogurt first, you're going to yes. feel better. And even if you do end up having some ice cream, you'll probably have less than you would have had before. 
Yes, yes. And this is all just in the realm of, of progress and making steps to ultimately change the habits that we're trying to change. Yeah, I love that. What about different macro types? We've got protein, fat, and carbohydrates. Are there one or th- one of those three that's better for late night snack cravings, or are they all created equal? Yeah, well, they're not. Um, but that's actually a good thing because it can help us make choices to our advantage. That's what we do as coaches for all of our awesome clients is is know where to put them in the most advantageous position. And so for anybody, um, knowing when I am hungry or having cravings, this is going to be more helpful for me. And that would start with the protein macronutrient. It's uh, going to be the most difficult for your body to digest. That's why a high protein diet Well, one of the reasons it's uh, very useful in changing our body composition and helping us lose body fat and helping boost our metabolism because it's actually hard for our body to digest. And so for late night cravings, a protein can act and it actually has protein powder, yogurt, um, even, you know, nut butters, um, nuts, and and it's actually a pretty well-versed and useful macronutrient. So there's a lot of things we can do with it and it's hard for our body to digest. And it's going to keep you full longer. And so that's one of the ones I would lean to first. Um, The second one would probably be fats just because um, they're filling. They're very filling. And a lot of your fats can be compound fats where they actually have protein and fats together. The classic one is like an almond butter or something. Um, And then I would put carbohydrates third just because they're very easy to eat and they're the most one of the most tempting macronutrients um and it's obviously sugar is a carbohydrate and and um it's going to spike our blood sugar the quickest and anytime we are spiking our blood sugar we have the potential opportunity to store body fat easier as well what a great reminder yeah Okay. So those are excellent points. Do you have some like suggestions for our audience for people tend to fall into like different craving categories? You're either like a salty, crunchy person or you're a chocolate sweets person. That's me. Uh, Or maybe you cycle between those two. Do you have some ideas for both of those categories? Yeah, certainly. Because me, I I have zero. I I love any and all the above. And so... (laughs) There's people ask me and I'm like, I like them both at the same time. Like, what are you you? talking about? (laughs) Yeah. And so for me, um, I will lean on something uh, like the uh, yogurt and I will, I'll get that together. I'll do the yogurt with the sugar-free pudding mix, a little bit of sweetener, and then I'll take maybe just a slight serving of almonds and I'll just crunch them up. And I'll just maybe half a serving of almonds and I'll crunch those up and that'll be my topping. Um, so that's one Ooh. of the ones, right? Or, you know, the, the popcorn we talked about and make it a little salty. Um, and so I, I would lean on some of those earlier ones we, we looked at. Um, but uh, off the top of my head, maybe an additional one um, would probably be using like a protein powder as well. And the great thing about protein powders is you can actually just use some water um, and make it more into a pudding rather than a drink. And then you can take that and add something salty to it. Um, Like another, in a very reasonable um, 
A portion size would be something like a salty pretzel. And you can take like your protein powder pudding, quote unquote, and then throw a few crushed pretzels on there. And there's something fun that I literally just made up in real time for you. <laughs> I love it. What a great idea. Chocolate covered pretzels. I love yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to try that. Okay. I have to try all of these. I yeah. will say one of my favorite. Now this is from the MetPro website, our recipe site, but one that is my go-to a lot on weekends, especially during the summertime. Um, I don't know if you've tried that. This is called the faux frosty. Um, and you take your protein powder and you take a little bit of almond milk but a little less than a cup you take um and it's chocolate protein powder by the way you add in two tablespoons of peanut butter and then you put in some ice and you blend it all up and it tastes like a shake like a chocolate shake it is so yeah. freaking good yeah. no, <laughs> yes um no i love that so much that's a, a great idea um and that could earlier you mentioned freezing some of these recipes uh, or putting them overnight or, or just kind of preparing them, you freeze them for a few minutes. Um, and that would be another one that would be great, kind of make an ice cream, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of good ideas here. I'm, I'm getting very inspired. Yes. Um, and very hungry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's time for your snack, Ryan. <laughs> uh, well, is there anything we've missed that you want to make sure people know? Yeah. Um, I, th I think the great part about this topic is, is we can really put it under just a big umbrella of, you know, obviously the habit realm and knowing like, just because this is something to whatever degree that you've struggled with for however long, um, a approaching a lifestyle change, like this is still something that can exist in your life. It's just, we got to look at it in from a different lens. Um, and in time, no matter how much power this feels like it has over you in time, this is something that you'll learn to master because we don't know what we don't know. Right. And leaning into your resources, your coach, something like this podcast and being patient with yourself and, and knowing that over time, you, you're going to be able to create things that you can use to your advantage, even if it was such a, a strong crutch for you for so long. What a great point. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be something that has a hold over you forever. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't yeah. mean that in order for you to change your life, you have to completely eradicate this. We just got to look at it from a different lens. Ah, very wise, very wise. <laughs> well, Ryan, thank you so much for your time today. Listeners, that's all for this week. You can find all the MetPro Method episodes anywhere you get podcasts, or you can go to metpro.co slash podcast. Please be sure to follow the show and rate and review. That lets other people know what they can expect from the show. You can also learn more about MetPro at metpro.co. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and I will be back next week. Until then, remember, consistency is key.